All right, guys, welcome to podcast number three. Today, we're going to be talking about taking a family trip, which let's just be honest, it is not a vacation. Those are two very different things. And I think uh, mentally setting your mindset for a family trip, you need to acknowledge that it is not a vacation, that we are all together as a family to spend time together as a family and to make memories. And once you get past the the difference in a family trip and a vacation, you can really start to breathe. You can start to accept where you're headed and you can start to be intentional, which is huge. Um, So first and foremost, I want you to give yourself grace. I want you to remember that taking a family trip is not about a time for you to refuel. This is a time for you to um, intentionally bring everyone together in that nest, to bring everyone together in those arms as a family and make memories. So let's start there. All right, guys. Now let's get into the to the real um, practical side of getting ready for this family trip because Getting there to me personally is the hardest part. Getting everybody packed, getting everybody in the car, getting everybody to the destination. Once you're there, it's like you can breathe, but just starting that journey of getting everyone in the car can seem to be the hardest part. All right, so now that we've established the difference between a family trip and a vacation, let's talk about the practical side of packing everyone. In our family, there's six of us. Uh, If we are flying, we kind of have this like unwritten standard that we only pack in four carry-ons. Number one, you don't lose your luggage. Number two, it uh, forces us to take only what we need, not all the, the, the extras. And then number three, that always means two people are getting a break from carrying the luggage. Um, and it allows us to kind of rotate that responsibility in the airport, which I, I don't know why we didn't really like test this out and say, let's try to pack in four carry-ons. Um, it just kind of has evolved that way over the years and it's worked really well. So, um, that is if we are flying, if we are driving somewhere, typically everyone just packs in a duffel bag and it goes in the back of the Land Rover. We um, drive an old LR4. It is tight. It is getting tighter by the year, as, um, as by the years, because the the big kids are just bigger and they take up more space. But I love my car, and um, they don't make it anymore. So we're gonna keep driving it. So bottom line, we don't have a ton of storage behind that third row. So we really have to pack. Um, just very intentionally with what we need. Uh, so everybody kind of has like a small duffel bag. Then we have a little hit track that goes on the trailer hitch and that has two bins. Um, and so that's kind of our container, as we say. And I know a phrase that I use a lot is respect the container. And so we are going to respect the container of the car and what fits in that car versus the two containers that go on the hitch rack. So we start by everybody packing their duffel bag as small as possible. Uh, if we are going somewhere that has a um, 
a laundry capability, a washer and dryer, then, you know, I typically say, okay, if we're staying five days, let's pack for three. Do about two thirds of the days that you're going to be there. That gives you a chance to do some wash while you're there to do a load. Um, And then it kind of forces me sometimes to do a load before we leave the trip so that we come home with clean clothes. Just a little thing that I prefer to do versus coming home with bags and bags of dirty, wet, salty, ocean-filled clothes. Um, If you are going somewhere that does not have laundry capability, I would add an extra day. So if you're going, you know, six days, let's pack for seven or eight. Um, Okay, so the kids typically bring me all of their items and then I kind of pack for them in the bags. But I like for each child to have their own bag unless we're in the carry-on situation. Then I put two kids per carry-on. And that way, when we get to the destination, everyone has their items, their location. They're responsible for kind of their own personal corner of space. Um, all right. So then everybody packs their duffel bags. They go in the car. We found that it works pretty well, uh, for each child to have kind of a corner of the car. So instead of putting, you know, three kids in the, the middle bench seat and one in the back and luggage off on one side, we divide it into four corners. So we have two kids in the middle seat, two kids in the back seat and either luggage or dogs or who knows what in the middle um, that gives everybody a little bit of elbow space, gives everybody a little bit of, uh, extra room to move around. Um, nobody's, you know, touching their brother. They've got their space. If we take the dogs, they typically land right there where we folded the middle seat down and that's fine. They love it. Everybody loves the dogs in the middle. Um, all right. Then little thing that I try to do is have a snack basket in the car as well. I know that sounds crazy, but there's going to be times where they're bored or they're hungry and you just stopped and you don't want to stop again, or it's 30 minutes before the next exit that has decent food. And so I, as I'm packing, you know, the, the food portion for the trip, I just have a little basket and I just dump snacks in there. Things that need to be eaten, maybe things that aren't their favorite, because when you're in the car and they're like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, then you can hand the snack basket out and that's your choices right there in front of you. Um, so that's a little tip. And then on the rest of the food, kind of like what we do for the rest of the food is we take anything that's going to go bad for the length of our trip. So if we're going to be gone for a week, I'm going to go through, um, the produce. I'm going to go through the breads. I'm going to go through maybe the cereal that's been opened, uh, that needs to be finished or whatever food might go bad. We're going to start by putting that in one of those Rubbermaid bins that goes on the hitch rack. And then we'll fill it in with other things that, you know, are some of our favorites or our family staples. Lately, that has been um, mac and cheese. It's been uh, cereal. It's been oatmeal. Whatever it is that you're kind of into at the moment. All right, then I would encourage you to allow each child to come into the pantry or ask them to choose their favorite breakfast item, favorite lunch item, and a snack, and just put that in there. Just go ahead and pack that if you have space. If you don't have space, do not worry about it. 
you can always stop at a grocery store and get it. But that's something that I like to do. So that everybody has like their item that they want to have that makes them feel a little more comfortable, a little more at home while they're away. So we've talked about the bags. We've talked about fitting everybody in the car. One more thing I would encourage you to do is to have a little backpack or um, some sort of little drawstring bag of some sort where the kids can have their own items. So maybe they have uh, their iPad with some headphones. Maybe they have, um, you know, a Kindle or some sort of device that they can use. I would also encourage you to have something that does not require Wi-Fi or cellular service because as we all know driving to the beach or um, you know making a road trip there's going to be parts of the trip where there's no wi-fi and nothing to do and you just need to have that that option available for entertainment with no wi-fi um i personally don't love for my kids to color in the car because it ends up getting on the seat or the marker gets dropped or whatever. But some people do feel like coloring in the car is a good idea. Just not my personal favorite. Um, then I would suggest for you as the parent to have kind of a little list of questions, a little list of games that you could play, some some intentional things that you want to talk about as a family. Maybe they're funny. Maybe they're um you know, stories about where you guys have been in the past or, hey, remember when we took this trip and we did that and this and that? Or what are some bucket list items that you want to do on this trip that you're headed towards? Just some conversation. It's a great time. You are all in the car together. Um, It's a time where everyone's listening, whether they they like it or not. Uh, And it's a good time to be intentional with that conversation. Um, I would also... Bring some headphones for you guys, for you parents. It's okay to need a minute. It's okay to put those headphones on and say, I just need a minute. Put the noise counseling on, take a deep breath, listen to a few songs, listen to a podcast, whatever it is that's going to refuel you so that when you take those headphones off, you're ready to dive back into that family time. I think that's super important. Um, to give yourself that moment, that refuel moment, that time to refresh mentally so that you can dive back in. All right, last but not least, let's talk about the stops. As you're driving, it is very tempting to just drive, to just keep going, to just get there. And there's trips where that's pretty important, whether you're running late and you've got to get to an event where you're going that's five hours away or not. But I want to encourage you that sometimes those little stops can be little memories. They can, believe it or not. Stop, say, make it a yes stop. Say, yep, go in here, choose two things, whatever you want them to be. It can be a sugar drink, a sugar snack. It can be a giant bag of chips. It can be a two liter Coke. Say yes. Surprise your kids. Just let them get it, guys. It's vacay. It's vacay. So I'm going to leave you today with this quote by Kevin Heath. In the end, kids won't remember that fancy toy you bought them. 
they will remember the time that you spent with them. Hold that to heart. Jump in the car. Pack the bags. Let it be what it is, whether it's perfect or imperfect, and enjoy your time with those kiddos. Take up less space with six people than we did with like one or two. Isn't that crazy? Kids, yeah. We're all pretty okay with leaving, forgetting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like underwear. Who needs underwear at the beach? Right. <laughs> this is true. We have a system-ish. Do we? Tell me about our system. Okay. Well, my system is everybody packs in a duffel bag or a carry-on. There's no, like, giant suitcases involved. Um, we use the hitch rack. Yep. I typically pack, like, food that's going to go bad first. Then fill in with, like, snacks or cereal or whatever instead of just, like, Knowing we're going to come home to food that we should have taken with us. Right. That makes sense. And then, you know, go from there. Yeah. I think we have a pretty, it's a, it's a decent You've system. done, like, a great job, though, of, like, finding the things to go on the hit track. We have uh, we've been through some various Rubbermaid containers mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm excited about the ones we have now. They latch uh, on all, th- all, th- what is it? Four. Four sides. <laughs> you are tired. <laughs> <laughs> and there's six latches. There's two on each of the long sides. One oh, on yeah, 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 the yeah. the short sides. They have a little gasket, so they're kind of waterproof. And they fit uh, pretty perfectly, so we can get um, in there. And the hit truck got a new coat of spray paint. Today. I heard, I heard. It's going to yeah. look nice and beautiful. Brand new. It's going to look brand new tomorrow. We will not be uh, hillbillies pulling into the mm, real fancy... That is not for sure. ...beach place we're staying. We will still be the hillbillies. <laughs> I think we'll be okay in Fort Morgan. Yeah, I'm not that worried about it. Alabama. The kids are very excited about going to the beach club, which is going to be, they're going to, they're going to be great. Did you explain that we haven't been there in three or four years? And I haven't explained They did. They've grown up going here for this work conference. And I am a little worried that, um, you know, post-COVID and they've all grown and that we're going to get there and they're going to realize it's really not that great. <laughs> and uh, they're a lot bigger. And uh, it, it could be could be a, a shock to them. But I do like that they're excited. It makes it fun. Yeah. So. All right. So before we end on our little adventure um, of our first podcast, talking about packing for our trip. What is something that, like, we could really improve on in our packing? Um, That's a good question, actually. Because it doesn't feel like we're doing it optimally. But it doesn't... I don't really have, like, low-hanging fruit 
to improve it. Yeah. I mean, like, we could go out and buy, like, bags that are, like, modular and that fit in our bins, but that seems a little bit extra. Yeah. I don't think we're going to need the bins forever and ever. I think we do. It's a good enough job of packing that there's no reason to really Mm -hmm. improve it. What's like your over under on not over under on a scale of one to ten? I am curious if you prefer to leave the house like a disaster or come back and it be clean. Because I think that's where we tend to spend the most time when we're about to leave the house for a trip. Is getting the house ready. Um, I, I love coming home to a clean house. I do. I appall cleaning the house when everybody is in the car. Um, and there we go. What's up, fellas? We were just talking about packing for the trip. What do you think we could do better when we're packing? So, I think we should, like, take, like, a day to pack, so. That was today. How did you do? Oh, I haven't packed yet. <laughs> uh, all right, come on. Come all sit right. down. All right.